From News Chopper 11, hovering just outside the Crab Nebula, it's Nerd News from Asteroid G. You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Josh Mountain Dew Schaefer. Are, are you corporately sponsored now? I'm hoping so. <laughs> and the evil Queen Bee. Evil for any particular reason? Well, yeah, we'll get to it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, this week we are doing nerd news, and I think, honestly, for once, we finally get to do a nerd news where we don't talk politics. Yay! <laughs> so we have a variety of topics that we've agreed upon to go over, all of them actually nerdy and all of them fairly random. So I'm going to start off with the one that I dread the most, which is the fact that it was announced that Rob Zombie is making a Munsters movie. And and why is that a concern, Mike? <laughs> well, okay, I don't know how the rest of you guys feel. Like, I'm not I'm not a huge Munsters fan. I could care less. I feel like the Munsters are an inferior version of the Universal Monsters and the Addams Family. Like, like if I want to watch a family sitcom about, like, weird, twisted people, I'll go watch the Addams Family. Otherwise, I'm going to want to be scared and go watch the like, actual Universal Monsters. The Monsters never provided anything for me. But Rob Zombie is a terrible filmmaker. Yes. Terrible. (laughs) So, like, I I tweeted about this, and there's this thing where you see something, and you're like, oh, my God, I never knew I needed that in my life, but I need that in my life. This had the, like, the opposite visceral reaction for me. I didn't realize it at the time, but there are certain things I know deep down in my soul I don't need. Uh, and when it's revealed to me, I'm going, yeah, I don't need that at all. That was Rob Zombie doing the Munsters. <laughs> like, like, no thank you. How do you guys feel about this? Well, the, to consider that the entire show started back, what, 1965? Something like that, yeah. You know, it's the standard standard family. It was yep. up against the Adams family, yep. I believe, as a show. And actually performed better, which is really fucking sad, honestly. Um, and the fact that they keep trying to reboot it. Uh-huh. I mean, they tried to reboot it in 1981. They did in 1995. Here Come the Monsters. 1996, they had Scary Little Christmas. Um, they they tried to do it again with the Wayans brothers uh, in 2000 I I, I want to pause and go back to that for a second I I think we've just touched upon a filmmaker that would have been worse than Rob Zombie and that would be the Wayans brothers (laughs) monsters movie (laughs) no no I do not need to see this (laughs) <laughs> and then as recently as I think it was 2012, there was the uh, reboot called Mockingbird Lane that had is- Eddie Izzard, Jerry O'Connell, Portia de Rossi as the titular main characters. Yeah, they did a pilot for that. Did that ever actually end up on the air, though? There were six episodes, I believe, so before it got canceled. Okay, yeah. yeah, barely. Yeah, see, the, the thing is... They are essentially in the same genre as the Adams Family, as we've all noted. And the Adams Family has been rebooted several times. You had, like, a bunch of different Adams Family shows, most of which featured most of the original cast uh, from that 1960s version. Uh, but then you also had, like, the, the movies with Raul Julia and Angelica Houston and Christina Ricci, which are fantastic. Uh, and the fact that Ra- Raul Julia died is probably the main reason we didn't get anything else for them. 
It's just yes. tragic. But I like there was yeah. a part of me that held out hope when I heard rumors they were doing a reboot that were just they were just going to focus on grown up Wednesday and her family with Grandmama played by Angelica Houston, and that would have been great. Maybe. Yeah, would have been fantastic. Just get that same thing. No, they're doing like a weird boarding school where Wednesday goes off to school and solves mysteries by herself from Tim Burton, which feels like. Tim Burton doing what he always does, getting the license to a property and ignoring everything that works about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Helen Bonham Carter, but she can't play a teenager no. in college. You know, though, if of all the th stupid things Tim Burton could do, I would take Helena Bonham Carter <laughs> trying to play a 16-year-old because at least it has a really weird bent to it, you know? Mm -hmm. it, it, and she's amazing. She'll, she she'll make it work. She'll make it work. It'll be fine. <laughs> It's like it's it's uh not another teen movie where Steve Buscemi shows up uh, playing a teenager. It's like what's up, my normal teens? It would be like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be so, great. So, but no, I I I think the monsters are very specific to the 1960s, and we just don't need another version of them. Rob Zombie. No. Yeah, I don't think we need to reboot it because, I mean, it was great for what it was, but mm -hmm. it, it, it's just like Bewitched. I like Bewitched as the show it was, mm -hmm. but trying to reboot it every few years is just ridiculous. It doesn't it doesn't match no. our society anymore. Of a very specific time and place. Yes, and that's what the Munsters and that's what the Adams family is. It's all a very specific mm -hmm. time, specific place. Mm -hmm. uh, next topic. Rise of Skywalker, the I think the Star Wars movie we all can agree somehow managed to make the prequel movies seem better by comparison. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, is for some reason getting its own comic that will basically be a retelling of it with deleted scenes that flesh out the story even more. The one comment I have is if they don't flesh out the story to the point where the Emperor is no longer involved in the story, I'm not in for this. <laughs> you're you're probably right, okay. yeah. Josh? I honestly don't care about the Rise of Skywalker storyline anymore. No, right? Like, I don't care like, about... I, the first movie of the, of the sequel trilogy, number seven, like, it was it was just... A, it was the standard J.J. Abrams, Abrams retread. But it got me hopeful with episode eight, because I liked the fact that it didn't feel like a normal Star Wars movie. It had its flaws, but it had yeah. me hopeful. But the, the Rise of Skywalker was such a turd of a film... That the entire sequel trilogy is basically just this thing that happened that I'm never going to watch again. Yeah, I honestly can't imagine what they could add to the story to make it better. <laughs> to make it anything worth reading? Yeah, I, yeah. like... No, I get you. I get you. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, though, however, we did have uh, the new Star Wars cartoon start up on Disney a couple or three weeks back, The Bad Batch. I don't know if either of you had a chance to watch that. Watch the first episode. It was good from what I saw. It's okay. Uh, I hear the most recent episodes actually pretty decent, but I will say that the last couple or so weeks have been kind of filler. It's that thing where, you know, a show has a pilot and then the next few episodes are just basically a retread of the pilot. Go to this planet, run this mission. Yeah. Go to this planet, run this mission. Do that four or five times. And then once they've gotten people used to the formula, then they can start playing with the formula. I, I, when it's on streaming series like this, I wish they wouldn't do that because most people are just going to wait until most of the episodes are out to watch a show. So we don't need six episodes of the pilot. Like, just give us the damn story already. We're, we're, we're not interested in just watching you guys faff around the galaxy for six episodes. 
Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, and I liked I liked the Bad Batch. I know we haven't actually seen a whole lot of them, but I liked the characters that they were creating in the previous mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Um, yeah, in Clone yeah. Wars, you know it was coming. Is basically yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I think, and I think it's interesting that we're finally getting to explore this specific period after the Empire just takes over, because that's something that Star Wars hasn't really like gone into detail on. now. I think, Josh, I know you're kind of in agreement with me. I kind of feel like we need a new era to explore because we've seen so much of the uh, Republic to Empire to New Republic to First Order to whatever Second Republic we're getting next. Like, we know this era. Can we get a new era, please? At least, like, 100 years in the future or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Skywalker III or something is the new Emperor. It's just do something different. But... At least it's a time period we haven't seen. So while the stories aren't going to be super fresh, we kind of know where it's going. We're already getting characters from future shows like The Mandalorian showing up here as well. So it's not like it isn't still a incestuous universe. But it's at least a new time period, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's okay. Barf. <laughs> Barf. Fair enough. Speaking of Disney Plus, let's also go talk about Loki, which I know, Josh, you're still like three things behind at least. How'd you know? Because <laughs> you just you're not keeping up with Marvel. I think you lost interest after Endgame, didn't you? Uh, what would you say if I told you I have not seen Endgame? Have you really not seen Endgame? Oh my god, dude! No. Okay. I honestly, and I, and this isn't like a humble brag, but. When it first came out, I had a bunch of friends that were talking about it, and they were like, you need to go see it. I was like, let me guess to see what happens, and if I'm more right than I'm wrong, I'm not going to go see it. And, like, I guessed most of the big plot points, and... Well, yeah. I don't know, just... I'm not, like, a Martin Scorsese saying it's not real film or anything like that, but just superhero stuff just kind of burnt me out a little bit, because those were, like, the only movies I was watching for a while. I'm not debating that at all, and I'm not going to say that you're not right, that most of Endgame is very Marvel formulaic, and if you know any plot points at all, you're going to be able to guess the rest of it, because it just kind of, it falls in line. I agree with you on that. I just, if it were me, I would simply have watched that movie before quitting, just so you can say you watched the entire first phase and then decided you were done. We've put it on a couple of times. And then it's like a two and a half hour time thing. I'm just like, oh, I could be doing like anything else right now. Okay. Well, this is the reason why we don't have an MCU phase four podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watch MCU, so yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited for Loki because I'm a big Tom Hiddleston fan. So, um, but I haven't watched it yet. We just yeah. haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But uh, I know that it's about time travel. I know that Owen sort of. Wilson is in it. Yeah. Um, I know that it it comes from the character from Endgame yep. uh, that was pulled out kind of thing. Yep. Uh, so I know that's where it kind of starts. And I'm just very excited for where it's going to go. It's really the first episode. Okay, so I liked WandaVision. I felt that was a fairly strong show. Uh, uh-huh. Falcon and Winter Soldier was weaker. It felt like I like the characters, but it felt very meandering. And like it, it, it had that Netflix syndrome where they had a really good core story that probably should have been like 
a movie in this particular instance because it was six. Yeah, like, I would agree. Yeah, yeah on, I on, think like, it would have made a really good movie. Yeah, on like Netflix, it's like you, they give us 13 episodes and they only really needed eight. Here, it's like yeah. they had a movie's worth of storyline and they stretched out to six episodes. I'm not entirely certain even why because this would have made a good movie, but it, it, it felt weak. The, Loki, however, is the strongest start so far that they've had to any of their shows. It's a really good premiere. And it gives oh, me a okay. lot of hope for where it's going from there. I think in large part just because Hiddleston, as you said, fantastic actor and he can carry anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, he can carry yeah. anything, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and to to be able to, to see where it goes is very exciting. Also, um, on the Marvel front, I will also mention that if you know Jamila Jamil, who was in... Um, Good Place. The Good Place? Yep. Yeah, she has been cast as... Uh, the bad guy in the She-Hulk film. So yep. she's been cast as the villain. So that's going to be exciting. She-Hulk. And then I don't remember what his character's name is. Josh, you know Marvel better than I do. But uh, apparently Hulk's son is going to be in She-Hulk as well. He has a son? <laughs> he does have a son. They all have sons at this oh. point. Wolverine has an entire brood. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has lots of kids. Yeah, he does. That man gets around. Um, <laughs> so are you talking, uh, you're, you're talking the one who played Hulk, which one, Ed Norton or, no, no, um, it's in, in, the, in Marvel comics, Hulk has a son and oh, okay. his son is going to be in the She-Hulk show. So it's going to be all the Hulks basically. Oh, it's like a whole Hulk family. Yep. <laughs> we can, we can Hulk out together, uh, <laughs> but hopefully not Hulk Hogan. Cause that guy can, is no. Um, and I know we have, like, Hulk is, She-Hulk is coming out, uh, Ms. Marvel is coming out, and they're doing casting rumors about that. The one I'm most excited for next is the, uh, What If show, because I really want to see, uh, Peggy Carter as Captain Britain. I actually okay. feel excited about that one. See, yeah, you'll watch that one, won't you? <laughs> I will. I'm so excited it, for that stuff. Is the Hulk's son gonna actually be called Scar? If that's his name, then probably. Okay. Yeah, he was what created through the Planet Hulk storyline, I think. Yeah, which um, they oh that dude. Yeah, they effectively did that during Thor Ragnarok. So it's impo It's entirely possible that because time worked differently on that planet that uh, Hulk was on for a while, he uh he managed to get some. He okay. might have a son who doesn't even know it. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Okay. So, yeah, I think it was uh, he was the. Son of Hulk and what? Kiera? Sierra? I don't know how to pronounce yeah, it. I don't care um, about the Hulk. I just know Casting River said there was going to be a son. So, yeah. But I mean, on that front, there's uh, Casting Rumors for Loki say there's at least two actors who haven't even had their um, characters announced yet. And the fan theories at this point are that we're going to see Old Man Loki and Lady Loki. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Can Tom Hiddleston play both? Because that'll be amazing. No, that, I mean, they will probably have the, a female actress play Lady Loki, but the character themselves is gender fluid, so it's still Loki, whatever gender he's putting on. Right. Yeah. That's why I said, can't Tom Hiddleston play both? Oh, well, why not? Sure. <laughs> I think he'd have a ball doing it. <laughs> so. I think he would be just as good as Goggins in a female role. <laughs> On news of other streaming networks, I don't, like, I care. I don't know that you guys care. But they did just announce that the Castlevania series, which ended with the 
uh, Trevor Belmont era just now after four seasons is going to get a new series technically, but season focusing on Richter Belmont and Maria Renard uh, in the 1700s. So I'm excited for that. Which season is that? I mean, it'll be technically a new series, quote unquote, because it'll have a new subtitle or something, but it would technically be season five. Okay, so it's been announced that it's um, it's gonna premiere what next year? Presumably Season five, twenty twenty two, July twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, a year and a half because it it takes them like fourteen to eighteen months to crank out one of these, and depending upon how many episodes, because it's animation, you know. So okay, but this is the rare Netflix show that actually technically is going past like four seasons or less. You know, they cancel everything. Yeah. They have a really good cast. Yeah, no, it's. The I, it's gory, but I really did. And I actually don't mind gore, but I really did like this the Castlevania show, and not just because I'm a Castlevania fan. It's anime ish, and I hate anime. Josh can attest. Yes. <laughs> so the fact that I've watched through all of it should tell you how good the show is. So. Yeah, well, it has a really good cast. I mean, it has James Callis from Battlestar Galactica. It has Jamie Murray. She was in. Um, a handful of stuff, but most notably as uh, Dr. Wells in Warehouse 13. And she also played uh, the major character, one of the major characters in Defiance. So uh, she's amazing. She plays Camilla. Carmilla? Carmilla. Yeah. Oh, oh the voice actors on that show are so good. And, and the yeah, really that good. It's, it's, it's wandered off from the video games, which it kind of has to because the video games are very focused on heroes go to castle, fight in castle. And, you know, Shows have to be beyond that. But despite the narrative liberties it's taken, it's been a really good run of four seasons. So, yeah. Yay. Yeah, it yeah they, do, they do say they don't know when the release date is, most likely July of 2022. Yeah. And um, trailers will be coming in the near future. So yeah. Teaser, I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. I'll be happy. Yay. Very good, very good. Moving um, on. Huh? Since we're in Netflix, go ahead. Next. Oh. Oh yeah, fair. That's a that's a good way to transition to this. Thank you. Uh, the Witcher <laughs> is apparently getting a convention. Yay! We call that Ren Fair for anybody else who doesn't know what Witcher is. <laughs> I look forward to the five hundred different versions of uh, Geralt wandering around and one Deadpool. Yeah, as I said, Renaissance <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you can't stop a Deadpool from showing up at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. I'll take it. Whatever. <laughs> Josh, would you attend a Witcher Con? If Henry Cavill's there, I will. Really? You like Henry Cavill? Who doesn't? Have you seen him? Uh, yeah, I'll be very honest with you. I didn't realize how much of a geek he was before he Witcher. Is. He and is. I hated him. And you can attest to this, Mike. I hated yep. him. And pretty much everything I'd seen him in, I just yep. hated him. Yep. And then I saw Witcher. Yep. And I was like, no, I'm Okay, flip that switch. I'm on Henry Cavill the entire way, and I've watched everything since. And you, so, you, yeah. you aren't wrong. Like, I think Henry Cavill would show up at a convention just so he could attend because yes. he is like a mega he's such nerd. A super geek. Yeah, yeah, super geek. Paint has a has YouTube channel where he paints his own miniatures and builds his own computers. Despite the fact that he's like six five and three hundred pounds of pure meat slab, like that dude is a mega mm-hmm. geek. <laughs> No, he'd probably show up as Henry Cavill and probably lose a Henry Cavill contest. Yes, exactly. He'd show up in full costume and just wait for people to be like, wait, are you the 
Are you the actual guy? He might be the Deadpool. Who's <laughs> <in> the Deadpool <laughs> yes, the one guy is a Deadpool. <laughs> or that dude's walking around a full Master Chief armor going, no one knows it's me. <laughs> yep, that would be great. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big convention fan in general, but if you guys are going, I'll go to attend and do a podcast about it afterwards. Okay. When okay. is this, this? Anywhere near Indianapolis, but you know that's going to be on the West Coast. Oh, probably. It'll be West or East Coast and we'll be fucked. Yeah. I mean, East Coast isn't too bad. East Coast is okay. It's, it's uh depending upon where it is, like if it's a uh, Washington, D.C. area, that's only like nine hours. But if it's like Florida or Boston, I don't know. That's a bit of a drive. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 14, 16 hours. That's a slow. That's a, I have to take the week off because I need to recover from the drive. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. In other news, Teen Titans Go see Space Jam. Have you have you guys heard about this? No. I've heard about it, but I haven't. I, I mean, and I think I watched all of Teen Titans because, you know, Ryan's yeah. very much into Teen Titans. It's a great show. Teen Titans Go is a fantastic, stupid show. Uh, they did, like, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. They're doing another special soon that's going to be Teen Titans Go versus the DC Superhero Girls, which could be great fun. I'll watch it because I like Teen Titans Go. But they are also doing what's essentially a MST3K plus interstitial storyline of Teen Titans Go meeting the aliens from Space Jam and then watching Space Jam. Jesus. That's a lot. I don't know if I could do that. I I am not a fan of Space Jam, so... (laughs) Well, you're not and I'm not because technically I'm just old enough that I didn't watch it. Like, I was... Just outside the generation that loves Space Jam. But Josh? I was in that generation, and I tried to rewatch it again, and yeah. I was left feeling that I was just a really dumb kid. <laughs> do you think you can do it if the Teen Titans go are there with you? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, so I, I have a feeling that's another thing we're going to be covering for the site before too long. Teen Titans go watch Space Jam. <laughs> I think okay. what we have, honestly what we have to do, guys... So we gotta like when it comes out for release where we can buy it and watch it without commercials, we need to then watch it and do an MST3K of them MST3King Space Jam. Okay. If we do it as an MST3K, I will I will watch Space Jam. Watch through it, do a pod a full hour and a half long or whatever podcast and just do the whole thing in MST3K it. That's gotta be our plan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, also, so go back a couple. Yeah. WitcherCon is an online convention, so it's it? virtual only. Ooh, well, that'll be this year. Wait for next year when mm-hmm. coronavirus is like gone enough that they feel comfortable doing conventions, and it'll probably be like a West Coast thing. Oh no! I just know that after I got the vaccine, all my credit cards stopped working because I'm magnetic now. <laughs> did you? Did you also grow a second head like Zaffa Beeblebrox? Yeah. Oh, well, see, if you got the third arm, though, that could be useful. Oh, it's more of a third toe. Oh. Wait, how many toes do you have? I had ten. (laughs) (laughs) This is... is But all of them have fallen off except for that new one that grew. (laughs) All of them fell off except for two, and then the third one grew back. It was weird. (laughs) This is disgusting. Okay, finally. Josh, It's like baby teeth. (laughs) You, I think, Josh, were you the one that pointed out to me that there's a new Left 4 Dead-style game coming out from a lot of the people that worked on Left 4 Dead? I might have been. Okay. I know there's a new zombie hunting game. I can't remember the exact... Oh, uh, Born for... or Bound for Blood, I think is what it's called. That's a 
four-player co-op style Left 4 Dead game that's not done by Left 4 Dead's uh, Valve because Valve apparently has literally no interest in making another Left 4 Dead game. They have said that to the people inside the company that want to make another one. They have no interest in doing it. That and like Half-Life 2 Episode 3 are just dead projects that will never come back. Well, there is a... There's yeah. a Left 4 Dead, the Ashley Reeves story. Is that what you guys are talking about? No, we're talking uh, Bound for Blood. Back for Bound, Blood. Bound back. for Blood. Oh, what was it? It's, it's Back for Blood. Back for Blood, but with the four. Mm-hmm. With so, a letter, or letter four, the number four. The letter four, yes. <laughs> Someone <laughs> needs to watch Sesame Street. <laughs> I want the story. <laughs> but then there's also another game, and this is one that I was just seeing, uh... The team lead who worked on both Left 4 Dead games and then also went and worked on Portal 2 uh, is has made his own with a new team of people called the Anacrusis, which is basically Left 4 Dead, but you fight aliens in a weird 1970s disco-inspired backdrop. So that sounds awesome, but I think they need to go back to marketing with that name. I know, Anacrusis is terrible. I'm hoping there's an explanation for why it's called that. Um, but the things that this one is doing that the other ones, so far as I know, aren't, is that the difficulty, yes, can be scaled, but it's also going, the AI is going to pay attention to how you're playing and try to amp or deamp based on how good you're playing. So if you regularly play well with your, the team of people you're on, when you start the game up the next time, it'll remember and try and give you a challenge. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. not fair at all. <laughs> well, we we all suck, so it'll it'll constantly give us like baby bitch mode. So I don't think we have to worry about that. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> Back for Blood is set out to release on October twelfth, twenty twenty one, for the PC, PS four, PS five, Xbox One, and Xbox Series XS. Speaking um, of, I need to go back at some point and play those two payday games. Yes, heard, you do. I, I heard those were fun too, and very Left for Dead style. Anyway, anyone got any other new nerd news? What do we have? We have Ruby? a hero. Oh. We have <laughs> a hero coming. No, we don't have scabies. What? We have we have the master of the universe. <gasps> yes, oh, yeah. thank you for reminding me. So Shira uh and the Princess of Power. Uh Which that is was awesome. I, I couldn't get into it. But that's 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 a topic for another day, because that's a review right there. But it aired on Netflix for like four very quick seasons and then stopped. Um he-Man is now the next one they're picking up, but where She-Ra was a reboot, He-Man, as developed by Kevin Smith, is going to be a continuation of the original show. Now, it looks like it's better animated, has a fantastic voice cast, and looks like it's going to be very action-packed, and the trailer scored by I I, I Need a Hero, or whatever the song is called. Um, yes, by Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Tyler. Something. Bonnie yeah. Tyler. The the trailer is ridiculously amazing in how stupidly 80s it is. Okay, so we have some, here are some people who are going to be voicing people mm-hmm. within it. You have Sarah Michelle Gellar, you have Mark Hamill, you have Chris Wood. They all are heading the series. Um, we have uh, Gellar is doing Tila's voice. Hamill is set to play Skeletor, which is just worth the watch right there. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Um, you have Lena Headley, who's doing the voice of Evil Lynn. Hi. Which is why I'm Evil Queen B, because mm-hmm. uh, she's my nemesis. And then ah, we no, have Liam Cunningham as the Man at Arms, with Griffin Newman as Orko, Steve Root as Cringer, Diedrich Batter as King Randor, and Alicia Silverstone as the Queen Marlena. 
Uh, it's, 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 so it sounds like a great voice cast and Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> um, yeah, just a lot of good, yeah, I mean, good people doing the. I, so doing Ke- it. Kevin Smith. Uh, this is a, a prime opportunity for Josh and I to show on Kevin Smith yet again. But so Kevin Smith, he is probably a good person to do this specific type of show. And I know I read an interview. He's like, I love the the new She-Ra show. I am not the kind of person to make that kind of show out of He-Man. Which, credit to him, he knows his limits. Um, The question is whether or not this is going to be... Because it's a continuation of the original show. Whether or not it's going to be at all fresh feeling. Um, I'm expecting three episodes in. Eventually, uh, He-Man's just going to run to the nearby convenience store. And sit there and talk to Randall for like half an hour. And nothing's going to happen. And I'm trying to decide whether or not that would be a good episode or not. <laughs> it would be spelled Randall, though, with a dash in the middle. So, Hey, Josh, how do you feel about uh, Venom and all of that? Um, <laughs> okay. They exist in the world? <laughs> they exist. Okay, just, just asking. Didn't, didn't know if you cared to hear, because that one's coming out soon, too. Yeah, Venom, There Will Be and, Carnage, or Let There Be Carnage, yes, or something. Let There Be Carnage, yeah, is coming out as well. Venom, but, Carnage, I didn't watch nice. it just because it was different, but it was not a great movie. No, it's... Okay, if you shut your brain off in the way that you'd shut your brain off for something like, I don't know, Dude, Where's My Car, or Fast and the Furious, it was fun, but it's not good. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. And I only have a finite amount of time to watch movies, so, like, if it doesn't wow me, it's a bad movie. Yeah, and, like, the trailer for the upcoming Morbius movie looks great, but then at the same time, Jared Leto. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? No, I think we, we hit on all the nerd news that we talked about previously. Cool. This has been Nerd News from Asteroid G. I am Mike. I had the power and then I lost it. Finkelstein? I'm Josh. I took Mike's power, Schaefer. <laughs> That's because you're drinking Mountain Dew and I'm Queen B, evil or otherwise. <laughs> and we will see you next time. <laughs>